All right, we are live. Welcome. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Okay, so I came on here today because I want to talk about Orion Rising news. I haven't been on for a couple of weeks, so share this out, share this out, share this out. Turn my camera back on so you guys can see me here. Right, there we go. Okay, so like I said, share this out. Uh, I'm on a day when I'm normally not on. I'm usually on Fridays. Hi, Melissa. Welcome. Right, finally. Right, yeah. No, I've been, I've been being quiet. Well, I've been having problems with my, um, my computers. This one right now, the one that I usually do on the show on, uh, was tripping. It was weird because I don't remember deleting Chrome or anything like that. Yet I was able to get on the internet and run Streamyard. Uh, and I and and for some reason, <laughs> I uh, Firefox. I, I don't have Firefox on there. I'm using uh, the the default for Apple. And I was able to run it before, which is weird. <laughs> right? And all of a sudden, when I was trying to load it just now for today, it said I had to load Chrome. And I was like, why did I not need that forever before now? Right? Isn't that weird? So, yeah, we've all been going through a lot, Melissa. And I, and I, and I really, I mean, <laughs> I have too. So with all of this and, you know, weird stuff going on, hold on, I can't see anything because my glasses got spots. Not that I'm seeing anything. I'm looking at the camera, right? But I will be reading uh, to you in a second here. And my microphone's sliding down away from me while I'm talking. I will be reading you stats because I've been putting up with all the stuff going on in the news, and I haven't been talking, as you know, because uh, it's been a long time since I've done it, a couple of months. And, you know, doing the webinars and the and the show on Friday and everything, and I'm going to get back to that. I'm, even if I have to just continue doing it on here, I will on this on this one here. I like the features that this Apple gives me better than this PC. Uh, things run smoother on that. That's why I try to use that. But if it, I can't, I'll go back to this. This worked for me for four years. Okay, so it, it's been bugging. Right. Well, I, I know. Nice to see you guys too, right? It's been two weeks. Oh, it'll be three weeks uh, coming up this weekend on Saturday. It'll be two weeks now or three weeks now. So I was off the air because I was having issues, right? We have the fires up here in California, uh, Northern California. We have them everywhere. It's fire season, Northern and Southern California. Uh, the all of the military aircraft that fight fires, the the uh, National Guard, the formal uh, military, and Cal Fire, all base out of the out of the air bases right here around me. I have two military bases, McClellan, McClellan's that way, McClellan, and another one I can't think of the name of it. And then I have Sacramento International, and I have Sacramento Sacramento. Um, there's two. One is one Sac International, and the other one's called something else. Um, um, but they're both international airports. They, that's how big the you know this area is. They have two international airports uh, for the major city of Sacramento and two military bases. I live less than ten miles uh, radius from them. The fires when they're the reason for that all the planes and helicopters are hubbed here is because the the state is so long that this literally is Sacramento is the center of the state of California when you go north to south. So that was the perfect place for them to house all of the firefighting equipment because you can get to San Diego in the same amount of time that you can get to Wairica up in the north. Okay, so they base everything out of here. So when there's fires up here in the north, the flight path is from down here in south, and they go north. So they go right over my house. The military planes, when they go over, it kills the Wi-Fi. 
kills the Wi-Fi. They have jamming uh, 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 signals, and, they, and they're flying low because they're just now getting altitude because the, the military base is like five miles away, if that. So for one of those big, fat planes to get up to 70,000 feet, they're not there. They're at like 20,000, 30,000 right now climbing still, coming across over the top. So they kill my Wi-Fi every time. The big planes that are um, running the fires come in even lower. They come in at sometimes flying as low as the civilian aircraft right here coming into land. That also disrupts my Wi-Fi. So when that's going on and you have sorties constantly going in and out, in and out, in and out, it kills my Wi-Fi you know, every 15, 20 minutes. No joke. Um, every, every hour... I can tell you what plane is coming and going, refueling and going back out because <laughs> they're so frequent. So that's been an issue for me to be live and try and host a, a webinar with that kind of thing going on. I had that thing going on. If you watch the webinars that I did, you would see that my one computer would go down because that's on Wi-Fi. This computer is hardwired into the cable. Right. So my laptop would go down because the Wi-Fi would get disrupted and I would quickly change to this computer and continue talking. But I like to run things on the other um, on the Mac because the Mac runs things better, uh, just smoother than PC. Mac is a better product than PC. PC's easier interface. Uh, Mac is kind of a crazy interface. Um, but I guess they're about the same. I was raised on a PC, so I know it in and out since, you know, uh, Commodore 64. Maybe that's the problem. OK. So, oh yeah, no, I'm, I, I should have said something before uh, Melissa says, I'm glad you're safe. No, I, I don't have any health issues. I'm fine. Uh, nothing like that was going on. The only other stuff that I have going on was I had to work on my van. My AC uh, unit needed to be recharged. And, and I had, uh, after that, I just passed smog in May. And then I have a problem with my, with my O2 sensor. It turned out the fuel system just needed to be cleaned because of COVID. I haven't been driving on the freeway as much. So the entire fuel system got clogged up. So I put some fuel cleaner the whole system, not just fuel injector, but the tank, the, the whole shebang I put in and filled up a tank of gas. And that seems to be handling that. But I had to go through figuring all that out and working on it and doing the same thing with my AC, trying to get that, uh, you know, when you do it yourself, it's a little more difficult when you don't realize there's a part that you didn't have that you don't, you know, that you didn't need before, but you need now. Right. So I have the hoses. I'll show you. I'll put it on camera. I have this hose that has a gauge on it, right? But you see this piece right here, this big knob that's on here? That's not normally on here. This is the way this came when I bought it with the 134R uh, last year, right? But that's because it had an actuator that this is, has right there in the center that is long enough to puncture the thing when you, when you turn it on. So you would press down on the thing. Well, they don't have that. So this screwed right into the top of the 134R. And so I had to go back and get this stupid thing. Uh, and so that was a hassle. And then it, I don't like the way it works because when you, when you put it on, there's technique involved. Like if I just did that with the can, it would spray on me. I had it all over my hands. So I had to deal with this, right? <laughs> but I already had this from before. I've been doing it on my own, you know, since I was 23 or so when a guy at a gas station showed me how to do that. So I had to do that. That takes two people to do it, two or three, because it's really hard to do it by yourself because you got to hook it up to the to the vehicle and then set it somewhere where it's not going to fall. Then go and turn the vehicle on, turn the AC on high, uh, and then get out of the vehicle and go back around and then spray that stuff in until you think it's all gone in or the or the gauge tells you that it's a uh, that it's full or close to it. And then you got to set that back down so it's not going to fall while the engine's running. Run around, turn the vehicle off, and then run around and disconnect it. So if you have a couple people, you can just yell, "Tell her to kill it! Tell him to kill it! To start it!" 
up, rev it up, kill it, you know. Uh, so I had to wait until I had help uh, to do that. My sister and her boyfriend came up, and the three of us were able to handle that in like 10, 15 minutes, right? Uh, so there was that stuff going on, just life things like everybody else, and then, you know, sunspots or whatever, and the freaking military planes flying over. So I apologize for all this. Cheryl, welcome. Share this out, guys. Share this out. Share this out, right? So welcome to you who are, have been waiting around and saw me go live and hopped on here. I see Dennis is out there. Melissa's out there. Jacob's out there, right? Cheryl's now in, 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 the, uh, in the room. So like I said, share it out because this is a day, as you know, it's Monday. I don't normally go live on Monday unless I want to bitch about something. So I have some, some common sense things that need to be talked about, okay? So, and you guys really need to pay attention to this. I just looked at the numbers. For COVID, this Delta variant is um, going haywire crazy. We're up like 500% cases over since March or since May or when, whenever it was, the June 15th when this state finally decided to open. And the only reason it did that was because the numbers came in that we had enough numbers to recall Gavin Newsom, so he opened the state, <laughs> right? And then gave everybody a bunch of money. Look, I'm your friend, right? So... Um, yeah, so all of a sudden, right, and here's the thing. That's the thing. Thank you, Melissa. She says how it went boom, right? I want to explain that, right? Now, if you don't know this, you, you have to watch every news channel that's on the air. If you don't, you're only going to get propaganda for one side, okay? So if you watch any news channel besides Fox, you will only get propaganda that is painting the Democrats in a great light. They're heroes, and the Republicans are are you know a disaster. So the only reason, the only way that you can get the real truth is you got to watch the Republican side and their propaganda that says the Republicans are heroes and that the Democrats are disasters. Because then you can take what they're the two of them are claiming that each is doing, assume that that's true on both sides, <laughs> right? Cross those out. Right. Just like you would do with two children. If you have children, if you don't have children, you don't understand this. If you have children, you have more than one. You have to listen to what the kids both say. You come into the room. They're hitting each other. They're screaming. They're crying. He started it. No, he did. No, they he did. No, he did. That's exactly what's going on in politics. We're only doing this because they did it. Well, you did it first. No, oh, you did it. Uh-huh. No, you didn't. I didn't do anything. Dad. Okay, so what's going on is your, your dad or your mom, and you've just walked into the room with your children. The truth is you don't really care who started it. The reason you don't care who started it is because if Mimi started it today, Nick is going to start it in an hour. You know that, okay? They're going to go back and forth because they're siblings, and that's what they do. So it doesn't really matter who started it unless somebody has gotten hurt, like the brother is older and he's beating on the younger daughter, right? You know what I'm saying? Then that's something where you go, look, bro, you're a guy. You're three years older than her. She's little. Knock it off or I'm going to beat you, right? I mean, you gotta, you got to set boundaries there. But when the kids start saying, pointing fingers, all of them are going to give you propaganda. I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. And that one over there did everything to me. And I'm just trying to report to you that I'm your good child. That's what they're both going to lie to you. And you have to let them know that you realize they're both lying to you. And then you also have to let them know that if one of you is not lying to me, you should be really angry at the other one for lying to you or lying to me. And you should want to show that in the future, right? And that's there's your there's your communist uh, uh, party line. Now you get them working against each other, where they're telling on their comrades. But you got to do that with children, not with adults. 
But the only way that you can figure out what's really going on is listen to both of their propaganda, throw that all out as bullshit, or possibly they are doing it to each other. And now you want what? Peace. You want things to go back to normal. So you go, okay, look, just stop. Both of you stop. And that's it. Stop. It's done. Move forward. Right. So you have to look at politics the same way. If you're not listening to both sides, you're only getting one side. And because of that, you're or you're going to be brainwashed to that side because you're not hearing the other side. You don't want to hear the I don't want to hear what they have to say. Well, then you're part of the problem or I should say you are the problem. You're the problem in this country if you limit your knowledge to only one side of anything ever. Never listen to what somebody tells you about other people. I learned that at a very young age when I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old. And I went to school and these guys told me that this one guy was killing baby ducks out in the field and everybody was going to beat him up. So, of course, I was angry because I believed them. And I went over there and I started beating the guy up. And, of course, he went and told and I ended up in the in the principal's office. Weird that no one else did. They all turned threw me under the bus. Right. And said that I was the one who said it. I said, I didn't say that. This other kid told me that you can ask him. He was there. He'll tell you who told me that. And the kid said, no, it wasn't him. It was Jimmy, whatever his name was, Billy, Jimmy, some other kid. However, I did, you know, listen to him and believed that it was true and it was all a lie. He just said it to get, to get people to beat the kid up. So I apologized to the kid, of course, for doing that. And then I was very angry at the guys who threw me under the bus. So I ended up back in the principal's office again for fighting because I went and kicked those guys' ass. For throw, first of all, lying to me, and secondly, throwing me under the bus after they did that. So I ended up back in the principal's office, and the principal asked me, why did you do that? And I said, because they deserved it. They lied, and then they lied and said, I said it. They deserved to get their asses kicked, and I did it. And I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm not going to apologize to them for it. And the principal laughed and said, well, I can't just have you going around beating people up. I'm not, gonna, I'm not a bully. I'm, I'm the one who is the opposite. So I, I said, I'm not going to beat people up. If you see me in a fight, it's because somebody's bullying somebody or somebody's picking on somebody small. And if you know anything about me, you know that's my character. That is me, right? So I didn't get in trouble for that one. Um, but I had, to, I had to act like he kicked my ass. He said, you need to tell people that I, I yelled at you and threatened you with um, you know, suspension and got, you know, that way they know you got your ass kicked. And he says, but I'm not doing that, but you need to tell them that. So I did. I went back, he yelled at me, man. That was kind of crazy. He was screaming. But anyway, I learned it then. I learned that lesson. And because of that, going through my entire life, when somebody claims something, I go look it up on my own. Okay. And it's very important that you do that. Why? Let's get to the list that I'm going to show you here. Okay. As according to the news today, we have an increase of, of 14 bazillion gazillion cases per day over what it was yesterday, last week, two weeks ago, a month ago. And, oh, my God, we have so many cases of COVID that it's insane. Everyone has to get the fucking shot now. Pardon my language. We all have to get it. It should be mandated by the president of the United States. And I kept saying, well, how many people are dying? from COVID? Is it back up to 3,500 people a day like it was in 2019, in March, April, May of 2019? I need to know the number, but nobody would show it on the news. It's just new cases, new cases. Well, if you guys have watched any of my shows, you know that when I see something like that and I see omissions, I look them up. How many people survived COVID? They stopped giving you that number about two weeks in, and they never have talked about how many people survived it since then although the number is in the hundreds of millions around the world. 
So how many people are dying from COVID per day in the United States from this uptake? Now, let's stop there. We'll come back to that. Let's talk about this increase. Again, if you're only watching all other channels besides Fox, you probably don't know this. Okay, but Fox has been able to get to the border and talk to the border agents who had to quit their job to be able to speak to the news agencies because they were told by the president of the United States and his regime that they couldn't talk to the news at all or they would be fired. They couldn't allow the news in to see the the people at the border. None of that information. Then the people started like, you know, staking them out. And they found out that they were taking all of these illegal aliens and they weren't putting them in jail. They weren't turning them around. They were putting them on buses. So they started following the buses and filming that. So that got changed. So now they put them on a bus and they drive them immediately to the military base where the people can't go on. And they're using taxpayer dollars to put them on planes and fly them all over the United States. And they made sure to fly them into red states, red counties, and red cities. That means a conservative county, states, and cities first. And then any leftovers, they fly to other states that are Democratic. This is not a joke. This is actual fact that you can look up. It's true. So why does that have anything to do with COVID, Leo? Because more than 18% of all people coming across the border are being tested positive for COVID. Then they're all stuck in those boxes with a super spreader event in those boxes until all the people in that box can be transported uh, by plane to other cities to be dropped off. So the, the numbers are somewhere around 40% or more of the population coming across the border by the time they are freed in America to go and live in America have COVID. Now, why is that important? Because the number of COVID, the number of people coming across the border since January, this is August, is already over a million people. One million people. Do you understand what 40% of one million people is? That's what, 400,000 people being dispersed to every city in the United States of America with COVID. Knowingly with COVID, and our government is doing that. 400,000 people with COVID, super spreader events around the country, and we wonder why we have a 500% increase in COVID cases, first of all. Then we have, and it's, they're blaming it on the non-vaxxers. They're not even talking about now the people who had COVID and have the natural immunity to it anymore. Nope, they're a non-vaxxer. And it doesn't work, even though doctors have said that you have like a 95% um, greater ability to fight off COVID if you had it and got rid of it naturally than any shot. 95% better chance of fighting it off naturally than with the shot. But they don't care because that person didn't get a shot and it's a non-vaxxer. I still go back to the same question of why is it so important for everyone to get this fucking shot? What does that got to do with anything? You'll just shut up. It's just horrible. It's, it's hideous. Okay, so I looked this up because CNN was, was dumb enough to put the number up on the screen. 
right? That just, I looked at that and went, are you fucking kidding me? That's the number? So I looked it up and it's, it's the number. So the amount of people currently through this second wave, which is bigger than the other wave we had last year at this time of COVID cases, that we were losing 3,500, 3,600 people per day in the United States of America alone to COVID. 3,600 people per day dying in America last year at this time. And this is bigger, scarier, more contagious. We are currently losing 505 people per day from a population of 360 million. 505 people. 500 people is a lot of people, Leo. Okay. So, I'm sorry, not per day, per week, per seven-day time period. So, I have these numbers written down here. You can't see all of them, but I did a lot of math. I have it on both sides here on my cue card. Okay, so how many people do you think dies per week from heart disease in the United States of America? Per week, per seven-day time period. On average, every single year dating back to 1969. 12,562 people per seven-day time period die from heart disease in the United States of America. Where's the fucking COVID shot for that? Why aren't we trying to cure that one with a shot and get everybody not dying from heart disease? That's, what, 505 people per seven days from COVID right now currently, and they want everybody on the planet to get a shot right the fuck now. But heart disease, 12,562 people per week die from that. Let's keep going. How many people commit suicide every seven days in the United States of America? And this is not per capita. These numbers are actual. None of these numbers are capital, uh, you know, per capita. These are, these are how many people die, period, every seven-day time period from this, on average, dating back to 1969. Suicide rate is 911. That's 406 per day more from suicide than COVID. Do you understand that? But you don't have the, you don't see a, a vaccination to keep people from, uh, from committing suicide or any craziness trying to help them. Right? Share this out, share this out, share this out. Everybody share this out, right? So we're doing a comparative COVID death right now per seven-day time period. Because I see we have a new person that's a high in, the, in the, uh, uh, the audience there. Yeah, nobody's making, making get a vaccine no matter what, right? Well, they're, they're, they're trying to make us get a, a vaccine no matter what. They're mandating that companies tell people that they have to choose between their job and a shot now. My brother and my son went through that. They worked for FedEx. They had to get the shot or they were going to lose their job. Okay, so where were we at? We did suicide. Smoking. Smoking-related illnesses. Do you know how many people die in a seven-day time period from smoking in the United States? In that seven-day time period when 505 people are dying from COVID currently, every seven days in the United States of America, we have 8,591 people dying from smoking-related illnesses, yet there's no shot that everybody's being mandated to take or even a shot that's out there that you guys need to take this so that you won't die from that. Alcohol. I'm an alcoholic. I drink alcohol every day. I enjoy it. Alcohol-related deaths in the United States for a seven-day time period on average is 1,821. 505 covid Pandemic, panic world, lock everybody down, masks, distance, get the fucking shot, hurry, hurry, hurry. Alcohol kills 1,821 people. Here, Now, here's the, here's the good one. Here, listen to this. 
the ordinary flu. The ordinary flu. How many people die from influenza every seven days on average in America? Currently, 954 from the fucking flu. I'm also going to give you what the percentage of the, the possibility of you dying from all of these diseases. They're not, there's no homework here, guys, but you're going to see the, the, what, what the deal is here. Okay, so let's go over here to, uh, we already did heart disease, right? No, we didn't. Heart disease. How many people die from heart disease on a seven-day time period in the United States of America? 12,639 every seven days. 12,639. 505 COVID worldwide pandemic. Everyone needs the shot. It's a panic. We're all going to die if we don't get it. And it'll be your fault because you didn't want to get the shot. Well, I might die from heart disease. I have a better chance. Cancer. 11,499 people in the United States die every seven days from cancer. 11,499. That's 11,000 more just under that, more than that are dying from COVID. But you don't see anybody getting a shot to stop them from getting cancer, do you? Accidents. Not just car accidents, but all accidents. Whatever you can imagine in your mind, slipping and falling, cutting your hand off, sawing off your arm, a tree falling on you, wrecking your car, falling off a cliff, whatever. Accidents. 3,318 people die by accident. Die by accident. 505 pandemic. We need to have everybody vaccinated right the fuck now because of 505. This reminds me of the gun control laws, right? They're like more people die every year from gunshot in this country than have died in all the wars combined. It's 18,000 people per year. I didn't do the math on that one to see what that is every seven days. I could do that really quickly if you want me to. 18,000 people die every year from gunshot wounds, and that includes the police department being shot in a shootout, okay, or people being murdered. doesn't include the military uh, and wars, but, it, it, but it's everything else, okay? So that's still going to be more than 505 per day. But the pandemic, chronic lower respiratory illnesses. Now, this includes, like, you know, every kind of lung disease that's not an upper respiratory 3,010 per week. We don't have a shot for that. We're not mandating a shot and lock down and put a mask on and self-distance and, oh, my God, everybody get a shot. Stroke. I'm almost done, guys. I know there's a lot here, but there's a reason for all of these that I'm going to tell you about. Stroke. Per week, every seven days in the United States of America, 2,876 people die of a stroke. 550, no, 505 are dying from COVID, and we need to lock down the planet, and everybody needs to get the shot. And if you don't have the shot, man, you're a non-vaxxer. There's something wrong with your brain. Oh, my God, we're all dying from it. Don't you know that you're going to give it to me? That's a lie. Alzheimer's. My mother has Alzheimer's, and I'm dealing with that now. As she's getting older, it's getting worse. Alzheimer's per week in the United States of America, 2,330 people die. 2,330 people per seven-day time period. We're not locking down and worrying about people getting Alzheimer's, are we? We don't have a shot that everybody has to get because of Alzheimer's. It's not a, it's not a world pandemic, is it? None of these are pandemics on the planet, but they are. They are pandemics, but they're not telling you that it's a pandemic because then that creates the weight of, well, we need to cure those. Well, no, we make money off of all of those. Diabetes, which I have. I'm type 2, though. Diabetes, 1,680 people 
per seven-day time period in the United States. 1,680 per people at 505, and it's a pandemic, and we need to all get a shot, and we need to get it right now. Now, let's go back. I didn't do all the math because I, I got done, and I, had, I, I didn't do the percentage for stroke, Alzheimer's, or diabetes. Okay, so then, we, then we're, what's the percent chance of me dying, right, from COVID? Right now, currently at 505 uh, um, uh, deaths per week, the, the chance of dying is 0.464%. That's a, less than a half of a percent chance of dying from COVID, if I get it right now. In contrast, me dying from, oh, I didn't do the math on the heart disease, so we'll go to suicide. So by contrast, I have a 0.768% chance of killing myself. I have a higher chance of killing myself than I do dying of COVID. And killing yourself takes motivation, thinking, planning, and the will to actually commit yourself to, to death. Which I don't have any of those because I don't want to kill myself. I have nothing, no reason to. So I have a higher chance of dying by suicide than I do, right? I used to smoke and I don't anymore. But by smoking, you have a 0.076 chance of dying from smoking-related illnesses. And from alcoholism, you have a 0.384% chance of dying because of alcohol-related illnesses. Now, let's go back. That's, uh, that's a little bit less than COVID, so I have a better chance of dying from COVID. COVID is 0.464% chance. So I actually have a less percent chance of dying from alcoholism than COVID currently by about a half of a tenth of a percent. So the regular flu, influenza, Ooh. what is it normally, right? It's normally about 1%. Eh, in, in, in the same time period, it's a little bit less. It's 0.733% chance of dying from the flu. From COVID, it's 0.464%. That's half of that. So you have just above a half of a percent chance of dying from regular influenza, and you have less than a half of a percent chance of dying from COVID. But we're not locking down the world because the flu's out there, but we are about this flu bug because it's not a disease, people. It is a flu bug. It is not a disease. They tell you that the COVID that you get is that you get the, you get the COVID-19, right, and then it turns into, or the other way around, uh, then it turns into the coronavirus, or you get the coronavirus because it's called coronavirus. It's a virus. And then you get COVID-19 from the virus. That's a lie. They, they, the virus is actually called SARS-CoV-2. So what's the COVID-19 thing? What's the coronavirus thing? It is a coronavirus. It's SARS-Coronavirus-2. SARS-CoV-2, okay? That's the actual designation. Okay, so did I go down all of these here? I did. I went down all of these already, didn't I? I don't know. Alcohol, Alzheimer's. No, I didn't do that one, so I didn't do these either. So chronic lower, lower respiratory, the percentage of dying from that is 0.232%. Uh, accident, 0 0.210. So I have a, a little bit greater chance of dying from COVID than by accident. That's at least something that's cool. Cancer. Cancer. Cancer is like the third biggest thing that kills us. Uh, heart disease, 
uh, and uh, cancer, I think it's like number two. So heart disease, we'll get to that in a second. So cancer, the second leading of death, cause of death in the United States of America, you have a 0.061% chance. For COVID, you have a 0464, 0.061, 0.46. So you have a greater chance of dying from COVID right now than you do of cancer, right? Heart disease, the number one cause of death. So it is a little bit higher, right? 0.55% chance. So you do have a better chance of dying from COVID than you do the leading things that are killing us. But it's still only a less than a half of a fucking percent. Why are we locking down the freaking world over a half of a percent of, of death? Because they're not telling you that. What they're talking about is the increased number of cases that we got going on. That would drive a man nuts, giving me a stroke. They're lying about, and then how many of these are lies? Did you guys see that they were catching people? They're starting to throw each other under the bus, okay? Back a, a year ago, set the, set the Wayback Machine. Sherman, set the Wayback Machine. There's me showing my age. Most of you out there probably have no idea what I just said. Sherman, set the Wayback Machine. Go back in time to April and May and June. You can go into my archives and look at me doing the same thing that I'm doing now and telling you about these different things that uh, with COVID. They'll probably say that what I'm saying now is a conspiracy theory. And these numbers are John Hopkins University numbers and the CDC numbers. So I'm not giving you numbers that I made up. You can go and look these online. You can look, at, look them up online. Just go Google and ask Google how many people die, what's the top 10 uh, uh, uh uh, top 10 reasons for people to die in the United States of America per, you know, per year. They'll tell you how many uh, die from it. You can take that and figure it out. You can do the math. If you have, you know, like per year, like this is what I did. So let's go to heart disease. Heart disease is 655,000 people die from heart disease in the United States of America every single year. 655,000 people. Divide that by 365 days a year, times that by seven days, and that's how you know how many die per week. Do you get that? Divide 365 divided by 655,000 gives you a, a number. Then you times that. That means every day, right? That's the number that you get per day. And then you times that by seven days. And that's how you get your seven-day average, okay? So suicide is 47,511 people. Smoking is 480,000. Alcohol is 95,000. The regular flu, they're saying is 49,000. It's weird because um, I'll have to see if I can find that. If you look back at my archives, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you can find the CDC numbers last year before April because they stopped everything in March and April. But before that, when I Googled how many people died every year from uh, from the flu, and now uh, my phone's thinking I'm talking to it. When uh, <clears throat> when I looked that up, and I'm pretty sure I'll have to find it so I can show you guys the, the actual thing. The, the stats from the CDC a year and a half ago said that there was between 180,000 and 250,000 people would die from influenza every year in the United States of America. <clears throat> but when COVID cases were not that high, that number dropped down to like 40,000, 50,000 people. They just changed the numbers. I have the actual website that I showed you guys. If you go back in my archives and it shows you CDC website, their numbers, those numbers disappeared uh, in, in March and all the numbers went down by three quarters so that they could bolster the numbers and make COVID look good. Then they started, and this is true because we, we know this now and I'll explain. Then I'm hearing from doctors, they keep saying, why are we being incentivized to 
intubate and why are we being incentivized to list as COVID? So I looked that up. I find whistleblowers, insiders, doctors, all these people that come out, and those are in my archives. Some of them got deleted, so you might have to look at Facebook and YouTube because there's a few videos that are on YouTube that are not on Facebook, and there's a few on Facebook that are not on YouTube because they, for different reasons they, they d- deleted different ones. So I have all these people telling, telling me from insiders that they're listing everyone as COVID because they get paid $50,000 for a COVID patient. And they also get paid, I think it was between eleven and, and 17000 to intubate. So everybody who came in with any lung problem, they immediately wanted to intubate them and they immediately wanted to infect them with COVID, even if they didn't care if they lived or died, because they, that, what is that, 50000 plus uh, 11000 that's $61,000 you get from the government for every single patient, whether they live or die. And they said that I was a liar and a conspiracy theorist until until the news channel 10 news over here, which is a Fox affiliate said, listen, people are asking this question. Let's ask the government. So they asked the federal government, is this true? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have to give them money because they take care of these people. And that's what it costs to take care of these people. But most of these people, no one at the same time. So from um, April of 2019, until now, no one's died of the flu in the United States. They all died from COVID-related illnesses. They stopped saying it was COVID, and they started saying that it was either the flu, COVID, or something else, but it had to do with COVID. So everybody was getting paid for every death, and there was people around the country that were saying, my uncle died in a car accident, and they listed him as a COVID death. Right? My, my brother fell off and drowned in the water fell off the boat and drowned in the water, and they listed him as a COVID death. So there was a lot of that that was going on. So I reported that, and a lot of people like me got reported that, and we got uh, deleted as conspiracy theorists, and that it wasn't true. A week ago, one week ago today, the federal government filed a lawsuit against, uh, against uh, um, Kaiser Permanente, who I'm a member of. Kaiser Permanente, because they overinflated the numbers and listed people as covid when when they they you know everyone had covid all of a sudden and somehow now the government who was telling them everyone to do that and telling them to do it and incentivizing them to do it are now saying wait a minute that was fraudulent what you did over there so now they're realizing that everyone across the board everywhere in the united states all hospitals were overinflating the numbers and lying about it but they don't want the blame to go on themselves so they're tossing everyone else under the bus after they and this is why i love this they're eating themselves now so now the government's trying to protect itself so it doesn't look like it mandated this now you have to understand i also had a whistleblower from the cia and i have that video you can go back in the archives and he talks about tracking the covid and where it started and who was working on it and who owned the patent to it and who was paying for it and guess what i was called a conspiracy theorist at the time and they deleted my video from i think youtube right but you can still see it on my either Facebook or YouTube, and if not, let me know if they're not. If that one's not up there, I have it. I keep everything backed up. I'll send it to you. I'll Dropbox it to you. Okay. So now maybe I'll put it back out if they did, because now guess what? It's the actual investigation being conducted by the government of the United States of America now, and you hear them talking about. It, unless you're only watching Fox, you hear them talking about Fauci, and what his role is in this. And what was whose money that was being spent and from where and he was in charge of it. All of that is now an investigation going on as to wait a minute. Some people in the United States government, Barack Obama, took his hands off of that when he found out about it. Get that out of America. We can't have that here. That will take us down. 
Barack Obama was like, get that out of this country. So then, of course, we paid for the lab to be built. And we were paying for the research, and our people were there working with the Chinese. They don't tell you about that yet. That hasn't come out because that ties it back to the American government. That may never come out because the American government's trying to distance themselves from everyone and saying, no, no, no. Okay? So all of this stuff that I've been saying the entire time about the numbers, the percentage, why the vaccine, this is the cause and effect, okay? This is, there's, I forgot what it's called, but it, there's a word for it or there's a phrase for it. And what they do is they created the pandemic. This is what you do. You create the problem. You let it sink in. And when people see that it's a big problem, then you come in as the hero with the cure. And by doing that, you gain power over the people that you cured. You create the problem to come in and be the hero and and have the cure and then you gain power over those people because the price for that is that you're going to have to allow me to do certain things that's what's going on with covid okay now even if you don't believe that it was created which it was and it's been and there's been many people on the inside that have been telling about that and if you don't believe me wait about a year or two and you're going to find out the truth because by that time, you're going to lose power. The Democrats are going to lose power, and there's going to be an investigation. And it's not going to be just by the uh, Republicans. Everybody says that. The Republicans are always bipartisan. They don't want to do it now because the Democrats are stacking the deck, and they won't let the Republicans have anybody on there that they know is in opposition to the, the idea. Right? So they're like, no, we don't want that guy because we know that he's trying to prove that we did this on purpose. So we don't want him in here. Get him out. Right. So we don't want anybody that wants to look at the actual facts. We want people that are going to look at the facts and tell the story like we did under, um, you know, under uh, what's his name when when they did the investigation uh, uh, into, uh, uh, first of all, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and then into the president when they tried to impeach him the first time. Uh, and they did this this Mueller report and, and Mueller didn't even know what the hell was in the report. Obviously, he didn't write it. If you ever watched any of the conversation where they're asking questions about the report, somebody else wrote the report, and the report was not a report the way it's normally done. The report was a court case by a lawyer pleading to a jury. Okay? So that's what they're, that's what they're doing, and they, they're, they want to do the same thing. So basically, it doesn't matter. They already know what the outcome is. They just have to get in there and then word it for the population of this country. Because you're the uneducated, stupid slaves in their minds, and you don't look anything up for yourself. Right? And now they've tried to control that because people like me were looking things up and starting to point things out. All of a sudden, you had the federal government team up with big tech so that you can't look certain things up anymore. That'll come out too. Okay? Back in the day when, when uh, you know, everybody was talking about shadow banning, I thought it was bullshit until it started happening to me, and I was like, maybe this is really a thing. No one believed that until it started happening to Republican congressmen. Then all of a sudden, oops, there's what's going on. There's something going on here. And now they're, they're figuring that out. <clears throat> so as soon as you see the Democrats lose a little bit more power, they lose the House and the Senate, or the, the Senate they don't have right now, well, it kind of, it's a tie. 
So once they lose in the House and the Senate, you'll see these investigations actually go forward. And you're going to see all of a sudden people, you know, the, the guys that are in charge of these companies like, you know, like what's his name? Uh, Zuckerberger and um, the man child. What's his name from uh, over there in Google? And, all you know, they're all going to all of a sudden start uh, throwing their own employees under the bus and pretend they didn't know what was going on. Zuckerberg already uh, started that one. Wait, there is nobody in my company that is doing any of this and we're doing an internal investigation. We'll fill and cover this. Two days later, they come out with a video where his employees were laughing and joking to themselves at lunch when one of them uh, filmed it and put it into the to the world, put it out to the world, where they said anything that has to do with anything with Donald Trump, I immediately delete it. Of course I do. Okay? So they, that was showing their bias, and he just got done testifying in front of the, the federal government that none of that is happening, that they have full reins on their employees and the investigation, and they don't find any investigations about anything doing any wrongdoings. And at the same time that was happening, he was talking, his own employees were boasting and joking about doing exactly what they were being accused of. That came out. Okay. Right? Yeah, Angela says they're all involved uh, to kill the human race. They're, they're trying to kill a bunch of, of us off. I agree with that. Okay? So, but what's this shot? What's in this shot that's so important that we all get it? You know, I hear these conspiracy theories, right? So I hear these conspiracy theories that, that, the, that there's something in the shot that's going to screw with our brain in some way and, and, you know, all this stuff. Well, I don't want to believe that, but I also didn't believe there was anything to contrails for, for until about five years ago. You know, so what's in the shot? you got to ask yourself the same question over and over. Why is it so important to get this shot? You know, with gun control, and they lie about how many people die every day from gun controls, uh, and, and and then it's you know it's it's averages eighteen thousand per year, and it has since nineteen sixty nine hasn't changed. It fluctuates a little bit by about a thousand a year here and there, depending on who's president and how good we're doing, right? And the, but it stays average the same since nineteen sixty nine. I was born nineteen sixty seven for crying out loud, and I'm fifty three years old. So for the last fifty years, fifty one years, fifty two years. Because it's 69 and in 2021, it stayed the same number. So it's not getting any worse. Now, mind you, it's not getting any better either, but it's not getting any worse. So they don't want gun control. They don't want safety. They want guns completely gone. So they act like that's the biggest thing that there is going on. Well, right now, COVID is the biggest thing that's going on. My point here is I know what their plot is. I know what they're up to when it comes to guns. They don't want gun control, gun safety. They want all guns gone out of the hands of civilians. So what is their plan for the shot? The only thing that I can come up with is the same conspiracy theory that everyone comes up with. There's something in the fucking shot that they want all of us to have in our fucking bodies. Otherwise, why would they be going absolutely insane trying to drum up fear over 550 I'm sorry, 505 deaths per seven-day time period out of a population of 360 million people. In that same time period, more people die from the flu. I have a better chance of falling and hurting myself and dying in the shower than I do of dying from COVID, ever. It's never been more than 1% ever chance of dying if you get it. I have a little bit of increased chance because I have COPD and asthma and I'm type 2 diabetic. But all of those are in remission, well, except for the diabetes. I have to watch what I eat, <laughs> right? 
I drink alcohol, so that puts me halfway to diabetes right there. So if I quit drinking alcohol altogether, I would probably not be diabetic, you know, type 2 diabetic anymore. But I like my alcohol. Thinking you, Joe, liking my alcohol. Okay, so, so my point here is, what the fuck are they up to? It can't be just, well, we're making money off of this. I already explained that in one of my videos, too. If, the, if one company, or let's just say the total profit, the total profit, and I was lowballing things, right? They're telling you it's free. It's not free. Your insurance is paying for it, okay? So taxpayers' dollars is paying for it. Your insurance company gets paid. They, they, but see, what they do is they list you as a COVID patient, so they get most of the money back. It's, they just transfer money back and forth. So it's a laundering, money laundering scheme. So... The total number, if the shot is only $50 a shot, which it's actually more than that, but I said $50 a shot. If it was $50 a shot, when you do the math on how many people live on this planet and if they all get the shot, they stand to make like $225 trillion that they can split up between all the pharmaceutical companies that made the shot for, for everyone to get a shot. The gross domestic product of the United States of America is $2.2 trillion. $225 trillion profit for everybody to get vaccinated. Gross domestic product of the richest nation on the planet is $2.2 trillion. They're saying it's about $2.4 right now. Okay. So, right, okay, so Angela's asking a good question right here. She says, and let me put it up on the screen for those of you who are watching on the MP4 files. You can see the question on the screen as I read it to you. Could it be that, that G5 will increase your frequency from the shot to take control of your body or, you know, to, for you to kill yourself, right, or kill you? Now, that's one of the suspicions that they have nanites in there that is supposed to get to your brain. Once you get the shot, it goes in if you survive the shot. And it gets into your, and the nanites find themselves in a in a spot in your brain where it, I don't know if it's the pituitary gland or somewhere where they can control your brain, and they basically link up, and that's where they can link up to the five G, and basically you're linked to the internet. That's the conspiracy theory that's out there. Well, I don't want to believe that, but what else is there? Why would they want this shot? See, there you go. Okay, Cheryl says, let me put this up. This is actually important. That changes that number drastically. Hospitals are build my hubby's insurance $500 times two for the COVID test for pre-op. Okay, so that's just the, the for the test. $500 times two, so $1,000. So how much do you think they're getting to administer the shot into you if you have it? Do you understand? I don't know, Cheryl. There's a, there's a good question. Is that due to, that's good. Is that due to uh, graphene? Am I saying that right? Graphene oxide? I don't know. That, I'm not sure. I'd have to look into that. That's a good, really good question. <laughs> so I may ponder that tonight. After I get mom in bed, I might do, I might, I might uh, uh, nerd out on that for a while. Go down that rabbit hole and see. That's a good question. We should look into that. So what is the deal? What, what we, we're allowing these people, not just allowing the people to come across the border, they're coming from every country. So you can't just say, oh, it's a bunch of Mexicans. 
It's people from every country that's trying to get away from their country to get into America. They're coming through the southern border. Now we're we're just rounding them all up, putting them in these way stations so that we can, uh, you know, for whatever fucking reason, take down their name and give them a phone number. Okay, Hector, here's your phone number. Make sure you call this, right? And then and then we're flying them. What's where's your destination? And we're putting them on a plane and flying them, and we don't. We're not even worried about the how many people have COVID. Why? Because it's the only way they can make sure that this COVID wave happened. And when did it start? It happened, and it started right when they started ramping up and bringing all the people into this country. Think about that. They're saying it started since June here in California because that was when we opened up, and so that was the blame. See, it's me and everybody else walking around. I don't. I haven't seen anybody who's sick, by the way. I don't know anybody who knows anybody who's sick. I walk on the streets, and I'm talking to people in the stores. Hey, do you know of anybody that's been sick? They go, well, my cousin's uh, brother's ex-roommate died of COVID back in Cincinnati. Really? Yeah, she was 97, and she had uh, Parkinson's and COPD and cancer and all these, you know, all these other illnesses. All right, well, that figures. It's always elderly people, so I have to worry about my mother because she is 77, and she has congenital heart disease, COPD, and she's, you know, had many strokes, and, and uh, you know, she has Alzheimer's. So her chances are of surviving it, unless she's already got the immunities. But here's the thing, and I wanted to talk about this. They're ignoring herd immunity, natural herd immunity, which has kept the human race alive for a million or two years that we've been around. So forever. Okay. And you would build up antibodies to whatever the virus. And if it mutated into a different strand, which it does every single year, by the way, every flu strand that you get, if you get the flu, that's not the same strand that you got last year because you have the antibodies to the one last year. So you won't even get it. It'll act like a cold. You'll get a cold, you'll get a, like two or three days worth of a cold. See, that's why we can't cure the common cold, because not only is the common cold let, you know, a rhinovirus in and of itself, it, it's also you're getting other viruses, and it's acting the same, so they can't figure out which is a cold and which is just you uh, fighting off some virus that you've already had. Do you understand? But you're not going to die from it. So they're like, you're gonna, these are getting stronger and when they say that, what they're doing is they're telling you that you don't have an increased chance of dying, but you're going to have a, an increased chance of getting it. And now it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated because they're the only ones getting it. They're lying about that as well. Right. Because I looked up the number of, of you can read this. You can look this up. I, I, MSNBC News. Right. On their website, they talked about over here in Sacramento. I think it was San Francisco. San Francisco General were, were 28, or was it 200 and some odd staff members tested positive from COVID. Were they all just the unvaccinated? No. They were all vaccinated, but they got COVID. But they're not telling you about that on the news. They're saying all the people that are in the hospital are 99% people that have not gotten the COVID shot yet. How many of those people are dying in there from that? How many are surviving? Well, we've got this giant number across the entire nation of 386 million people. 360 million people, whatever we have, 360 million, just under that. We have 505 deaths every week. Not just every day, that's per seven-day week average. Angela says, do you think it's the same with the flu vaccines as well? Uh, if you're asking about, um, the, you know, that maybe there's something in that, I was there was theories about that. Way back, you know, I remember going and getting the shot. I was at a mall, and I decided, hey, I'm, you know, I'll get the shot. I got sick from it. <laughs> what did they put in that? What did I get in my body? So I had stopped getting the regular flu vaccines for the same reason that, you know, they're, they're so pushing it. But the truth is the regular flu vaccines, they told you the truth. They're only 35%, 30 to 35% effective. So if you go and get the shot, you have a 70% chance of still getting the flu. 
Okay, but then they try to tell you that the COVID shot is 95 percent. And then when you have doctors that actually look into it, they're like, no, no, (laughs) no, it's not that high. Right. It's somewhere around the same amount percent, but they're lying to you. It's just like they didn't tell you that there is no test. Let's get back to what we're talking about with the test here. Right. With uh, who was that with Cheryl talking about the test for for the. uh, okay, so they, they don't tell you that every test for every bug, flu bug, disease, whatever, on the face of the earth, has a, po- a false positive rate. What's a false positive rate? That means that if I get tested, there is a percentage of a chance that I'm going to test positive even though I don't have it. Okay? So, and, and Cheryl, you said they tested him twice. Right? Times two. $500 times two, which means they tested him two times to see if he had COVID. Why would they do that if the test is 100% accurate? Because they know it's not. And they tested him to see if it came back negative or positive, and then they tested him again, and it doesn't matter. Because of the false positive rate, you could test negative when you're positive. Same number. It goes both ways. That's why the number is, is really large, and people don't understand that. Okay? So if you have a 50% or, or let's say it's a 10% chance, a 10% chance of a false positive, that also gives you a 10% chance of a false negative. So that's not just 20%. That ends up being more than that. It ends up being like double. It's the way the math works out. I know if you just do the math plus and minus, you know, you have plus and plus. That's, you know, that's 20%, but it works out to be double that because of the percentage. Every time you do it, it's still the same percent. So it extrapolates a little bit further out. Okay. So if I do the test once, I have a 10% chance it's going to come back false and positive. If I do it again, I still have a 10% chance that it's going to come back a false positive. But on both of those, you're going to have a 10% chance of a false negative. So you're not just getting 20 because you do it once, 10 and 10, but you do it a second time, you get an additional 10 and 10. See? So you get another 10 and 10. So that means that it's a little bit higher. I know you don't see whether you shouldn't be adding those two numbers together. Well, you should because they're two separate shots, but they both have the same number of percentage. So that adds, and this is what they do, they add that number up higher to be safe. So that so it ends up being 40%. So there's a 40% false positive chance or 20% false positive chance and a 20% false negative. So they do it two times because usually if it's only 10% like that, it's not 50-50. So, you know, you're not going to have negative, negative, oh, crap, he was positive. The, the, the chances of that are, are pretty nil. Otherwise, they do three times. So they do twice. So the reason they do twice is because they know there's a false positive rate, but they're not telling anyone there is. They just do it. Test you, wait a couple hours, test you again. Or the next day, right? And that's why they have you do that to where you have to wait, you know, you get tested, and you're negative, then you have to wait 15 days, and they test you every other day for 15 days. Why would they do that? They don't just test you when you first negative and then test you at the 15-day mark. They test you either every other day or because there's 15 days is two weeks or once every week. That's because they know there's a cell, there's a, a, a false positive rate, but they're not telling anyone about it. So they're lying about that. Omitting the truth is lying. Let's be serious. Omitting the truth is the same as is holding. You're holding it back on purpose, so you're lying. You're not giving people information. that If you do that in court and that's found out, you go to jail. That's right. You're, you go to jail. Why? Obstruction of justice. Do you understand? So if you omit something and you knew it, that would be like, I don't know if you guys know what a wadir is. If I'm a defense attorney and the, and the prosecution is building a case against my uh, opponent, I have the right to see every bit of information they have by law in this country. It's called the wadir. 
So I say to them, I would like to get a look at all of your, uh, everything you have against my client and what you're going to present. Okay, they have to. And I also have to give them the, my defense if they ask for it. So you know what they're coming at you with. So the stuff that's on television, you know, where they're like, this just in, Your Honor. Uh, I'm sorry, Your Honor, we didn't have time to get it to the defense. And the judge going, okay, we'll allow it this time. That's not the way the law really works. It's not the way it works. We haven't had time to look this over and create a defense on that. The case is rested, and the prosecution is warned, or the, or the defense, whoever pops that stuff in. There, that stuff doesn't happen in real life in real court. That's television. Television is fantasy, and they make you think that. It's like you watch the guys fighting with their fists in, on television, and that is completely, if you want to get your ass kicked, learn how to fight the way that people t- fight on television because it's nowhere near the truth of how people really fight. If you want to see how they really fight, watch the, the, any MMA by any corporation. UFC is a good one. That's how people really fight in real life. You end up on the ground rolling around, scrapping, trying to choke each other out. That's the truth of it. Unless you can stand up and you don't have a good ground game and you just want to beat each other like Rock'em Sock'em Robot. That is the way martial arts really works. Although, they have rules in there. It's actually more brutal in real life. Because they're, they have rules so that you don't get killed. right? And they have a referee that stops you from breaking their bones. right, Or killing them. So they have rules there. So in real life, out on the streets, it can become deadly where you're fighting for your life. Not just, we're fighting for rules. This could be, I'm trying to not be killed by this person. Do you understand? So fighting on television is fake. Courts on TV are fake. So everything that you think that you know about the way that things really work is a lie if it's based on what you see and hear on television, media, and all that stuff. Okay? So the only way that you'll know that is that you get involved and you look this stuff up and see it happening for real so you understand how it works is my point. So why to go through all of that, Leo, to where were you rambling on with this? Because I learned that. Let's go back to the duck message that I talked about when I was a kid. I learned that you need to treat propaganda as propaganda from both sides, but you need to hear both sides to get the true story. So if you don't do that in your life, you're the problem. The reason that we're in the problem we're in right now is that they all... Both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans, and now the Independent Party that's in there, they all know and count on the fact that you're not educated enough to actually understand what they're saying to you. And that you're also not educated enough to go and look it up for yourself. And more people like me have been talking about that, so people have been trying to look it up. So they went to the people who own the places you look things up, and they won't let you see them. That's a conspiracy theorist, Leo. That's bullshit. Go to DuckDuckGo as opposed to Google or anywhere else and ask the same questions, and you're going to get different answers. You're going to get things popping up that you won't get popped up on the mainstream. Go away from the mainstream search engines and find little search engine companies. Go back to Ask Jeeves or what was the other one, the dog. There was a dog, but it wasn't Siri. It was the black dog, and I forgot what it was called. There's many that are still out there that are not owned by the big big tech companies. You'll get different answers for your questions. So they had to control the narrative. Why? Why would it be so important to them to control what you can find on the Internet? Because they only want you to find what they want you to find, which in and of itself should tell you, should scare the fuck out of you, and tell you that they're feeding you bullshit. Because if you're honest, you have no reason to stop somebody. Omission 
is a lie. Not allowing someone to find the answer is a lie and obstruction of justice if you're prosecuting. It's an obstruction of your free will and rights to search and find information on what is supposed to be an open platform for anyone to have their say to where you can go on there and you can look shit up and make up your own mind. But that's not the case. Why? Same thing. Why the shot? Why do they not want you to understand or hear anything from anyone who opposes them? Why? Because if I'm hiding something, there's a reason for me to hide it. If I have nothing to hide and I don't have an agenda, there's no reason for me to hide anything. I can be transparent because there's nothing that I've done that's wrong. So if I'm using my own brain, then I'm saying that Google and YouTube and Twitter and Instagram are only allowing me 50% of what I'm asking for. Only the answers they want me to have. Why? To what end? Because now you're asking questions. If you're just asleep and you're not asking questions and you're just believing the propaganda on either side, no one cares because you're right where they want you. You're asleep. You're sleepwalking and you're doing what they're telling you to do. When to think, who to think about, who to hate, when to hate them. Don't pay attention to your own mind. Don't think about things on your own and ask questions. Why do you want me to have the shot? They won't answer that question. Why is it that you're only telling me the increased amount of people percentage per day having COVID now? Do you realize that if you have zero people coming down with COVID for a week and then you have seven people, that's a 700 increase, 700% increase over, over the last seven days? So if they're like, we're up 1,000% over a month ago, well, that means that you could have 100 people when you had zero. Do you understand? <laughs> so the, they're, they're not telling you the numbers. Well, this is the actual amount of people that are that have it, right? And then, then when the number gets high, they're saying, well, we just had 108,000 people test positive for COVID in the last seven days. Really? And how many of those people are dying? 505. So it's not really um, you know, this, this percentage is not 500, it is 505 uh, uh, out of 380 million or 360 million, but it's only really 505 people out of the 108,000 people that got it. So it's even less, right? I mean, it's less, it's less of a percentage for the 360 million, but for the, for the 108,000 people that are getting it, 505 people on average every seven days. So yesterday, 108,000 people tested positive. But if there was 100,000, so that's 700 plus the, you know, the, the, let's say 180,000 or 110,000. So it's seven plus the 10 is another 70. So, so you're looking at 700,000 people, 770,000 people in a seven-day time period testing positive for, apparently, unless that 108,000 was for the whole week. Even then, if it's for the whole week, it's still less. 
Yeah, see, Melissa says, living in the, let me put it up on the screen for those of you who have an MP3 or MP4 file uh, program where you can see this. Those of you listening on the MP3 file, I'll have to read it to you because you can't see this. Living in an illusion, illusionary world, we are fed what they want us to know. History was changed. This has been going on for eons. Conditioning of our minds. Absolutely. It's been going on forever. All of history is a lie. Right? We won't get into that because then we might lose some people. Lisa, if I get into that, we might lose that crowd that goes, oh, here we go. Now they're talking aliens again. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, let's go off the grid, right? Uh, so you lose some people when you when you get to that. So, uh, But I agree with you. It has been, and I know that, and you know that. We've, we both have done the research. We both have the same uh, friends in the same research areas, and we know what they've been up to. But to tell people that it sounds like a wild, crazy conspiracy theory. Some of you out there hearing me right now might think that what I'm saying is a wild, crazy conspiracy theory. But it's not. Everything that I said a year ago that people said was a conspiracy theory is actual investigations now. Okay? And the numbers that I showed and the things, the facts that I said about the, how much, what the percentage was of your percent chance of dying. They said that that was a lie. Now it's, they're saying it was less than 1%. Um, the, the amount of cases was overblown and that they weren't counting everything as, as COVID. They said I was a liar, and now they're suing a, com- a, a company. Already one, they're going to be suing a bunch more for doing just that. So the federal government, who was incentivizing people, is now pissed off because they lied about and got money from the federal government. And the government wants it back. <laughs> but they didn't care when the numbers were high. But now that people are like me looking into it, they're distancing themselves and saying, we never told them to do that. We just gave them money because they needed to have the money for the care. They chose to lie, and now we're suing them for it. So they're throwing each other under the bus. Do you see? And just like look at Cuomo. They didn't, no one cared in this country. You know, it harkens back to, um, to the, um, the movie with the Batman movie with, um, with uh, the Joker and, uh, his comment when he was talking to, to Harvey Dent before he, when he, right when they showed you why they called him, uh, Two-Face because he had gotten one of his part of his left side of his face burnt, uh, like really badly burnt. But he said to Harvey Dent, it's not part of the plan. You see, he says, if I say like um, a truckload of Marines are going to be blown up in Afghanistan, that's part of the plan. Nobody freaks out. It's okay. We expect those losses. But if I say one little mayor or one little judge is going to blow up in their car, oh, everybody freaks the fuck out because that's not part of their plan. Do you see? When the numbers were high and they could use that scare tactic to lock down the world and a nation, they didn't care. They knew because I knew. And if I knew, and I'm the only motherfucker who knew on the face of the earth, we are doomed. Okay? So I'm assuming that I'm not the smartest person on the planet. Because there were many, many, many hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands and millions of people across the world that were asking the same question that I was asking. So that made me feel better that I wasn't the only one. And they said the same thing. These numbers are padded. It's bullshit. It's a lie. But the governments of the world were incentivizing people to do just that, knowing that the greed from these hospitals would want them to do that and make sure that they moved patients around so everybody got it. There was insiders that proved that. I have that in my archives as well. That they were putting people in rooms with COVID patients, one COVID patients with three that didn't have it. And they integrated all the rooms. And this was in a New York hospital. And I don't know the name of it. And if I did know the name of it, I wouldn't tell you because they'd probably sue me. 
you can watch my video. It's still there in my archives. And there's a nurse that was in there that was filming the whole thing with her glasses that were a camera with a video and audio. And she was talking to the doctor, and there's all kinds of omissions and all kinds of admissions by the doctor saying, nobody's getting out of this hospital alive. Everybody in this hospital is a COVID patient. What? A lot of other things, too. You should watch my video. Okay, so so everything that I said that they said I was a conspiracy theorist about, and I was even questioning myself at some point going, maybe I'm just tripping, man. Right. Maybe I'm smoking too much pot and at night and I'm tripping and thinking, and you know, no, I remember what it was like when I got paranoid when I was in my 20s. And that's why I quit smoking dope for a while, because I, I was smoking some really good shit from up here in Humboldt County. Uh, my relatives grew it at that time <laughs> up in Humboldt. But I didn't tell anybody about it then because it was illegal. Um, they, I don't think they do anymore. If they do, I don't have any contact with them anymore. Uh, but my relatives sell it. Right. They, my, they work at a smoke shop. And, and, you know, they have, they, they sell pot at the smoke shop. So I get it for free um, from my relatives, right? Well, someday they'll probably make me pay for it. But until then, smoking up, smoking up. Okay, so I know what it was like when I got paranoid and thought there was a fucking cop in every fucking bush and a cop in every van that was parked outside of my house, right? And that they, were, they spent money and time. But at the same time, you have to understand, I was selling dope. Uh, actually, I wasn't actually selling it as much as I was providing um, a service so that people could weigh their dope out and cut it and and package it so they could sell it at smaller quantities and so I was providing a, a safe house for that to happen and we moved the safe house around because we just went to somebody and borrowed their house and paid the money for it so we rented their house for the day and paid money for it like a timeshare and and uh, cleaned the house and made sure that there was no residue or nothing and that's what I did I, me and, and a few guys we got paid a lot of money we figured we were making more than $100 an hour each for sitting on the lawn drinking beer when I was 18 years old. So at that time, I was getting paranoid because I was certain they were on to me. Well, I found out later that they weren't on to me, but they were on to people. When, and that's when I decided to get out of the whole drug trade was when I got the phone call and I was being warned that the FBI has a sting operation in your area and they're working on going after some high-level people and you need to put your head down and have all your people put their heads down and stop having anything to do with any kind of selling of dope uh, until until further notice. And then I find out that some people that I was holding dope for got arrested. And the only reason that they didn't end up doing serious time was because I had their dope. Right? And I didn't get ended up getting searched. Okay, so that did go down. So me being paranoid was there was a reason for it at that point. I didn't think there was, but I understand the feeling. So I'm not paranoid like that now. <laughs> That's my point. I was 100 years ago. Okay, so in a land far, far away, in a, in a galaxy far, far away. Okay, so I wasn't always a nice guy. I wasn't always this, this person. I have, a, I have a background. Everybody has a background. I'm not afraid to admit mine. I do it all the time. People say I'm crazy. You couldn't have possibly done all that. I, I wouldn't lie about it. The shit that I say I did could get me killed if, I'm di if I didn't do it and I'm lying. That's not a joke. I tell you that, except for like, you know, uh, the fact that I'm, you know, was knighted. And that's the one who won't get me killed if I'm lying about that. But I'm not. I have the credentials. I can put it up on the screen. Okay, so and the same thing with Reiki Master and the same thing with, with uh, you know, uh, being clergy and all that, right? It doesn't matter. But, I, you know, some of the things that I claim that I do, the truth is, if I claim that, that's like a, if I said I was in the Hells Angels, which I, I've never claimed that. My uncle was in the Hells Angels forever, right? A buddy of mine was also in the Hells Angels, Concord chapter until they, until they kicked him out of Concord. My uncle was in the Oakland chapter of Hells Angels, I think until they died. 
I would never claim to be in that because if I did, that would be like, you know, saying one of those other gangs too, you know, it'd be like saying I'm a crypt or a blood, you know, I would get killed for that if, or El Norte or, or, or Serenio. If you say that shit, they come looking for you. When someone says that guy says he is something, they're like, he's nobody. You need to shut him up, right? You can get in trouble for that. I once turned a guy in who claimed that he was uh, a regulator in the Hells Angels. No, he was AB, Aryan Brotherhood, right? And so I asked a buddy of mine who was Aryan Brotherhood, and he said, no, that guy was kicked out. He's a rat fink son of a bitch, and he's a, and he's a snitch. Uh, and you know where he is? I said, yeah, I do. And he says, uh, tell me. <laughs> tell me where he is. There's people looking for him. And I said, no problem. I need him out of where he is. So this is where he is. And so some bikers rolled up, and I never saw the guy again. Don't know what happened to him. But that's what happens when you lie and people find out about it. So the things that I'm saying that I've done, if I didn't do those things, and you could, you know, you, you know somebody or find somebody who hears me, like when I talk about being in the IRA, somebody says, well, he wasn't really in the IRA. I'm going to go, I was in the IRA. I'm going to go look up and talk to people above. Have you ever heard of this guy? Well, you won't hear of this name because it's an alias. It's not in any of the names that I used when I was in the IRA. But uh, in, in, in fact, I, I guess I would consider, be still considered because it's not like I had a formal, like, here, you're no longer a member of it. Republican Army. I just am not needed anymore. So because the, there's no, I'm doing what I'm doing now for the world instead of the same thing I was doing for Ireland. <clears throat> They're free. So so that if, if somebody found out about that, they would come and whack me for that. That's like saying I was a mafia boss. It's bigger than saying I was a mafia don. It's bigger than that. It's global. Mafia bosses owns a fucking city. Whoopee. Maybe a state or a territory. Whoopee. Oh, I'm the mafia don of West Coast America. Oh, for three states. Oh, you're big. The Irish Republican Army is a global spy network. You're aware of that, right? <laughs> they are the CIA of Ireland. So so I wouldn't say I work for the CIA, right? I don't work for the CIA. I never have. No one in my family, as far as I know, ever has. We've worked with them, but not for them. Okay. So that's my point in all of that. So am I paranoid? So that it wasn't you know, rambling, Leo? No, no. I was, you know, showing you that am I paranoid and that I'm just thinking there's something to this and there's nothing to it and I'm reading into it? Well, if I'm not, there's, there's, there's something wrong then because they're pushing this shot so hard. If you're pushing something that hard, there's something, there's a reason that you want this. You have to have this. And the numbers are not adding up saying that we have a pandemic. I read you the numbers. And if you got here too late and you don't hear the number comparisons to the top 10, and I actually did a few others. How many did I do here? I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I did 12 different diseases that kill us. The top 12 Top 12 deaths, things that cause death to Americans every year. And those are actually the same for the world. And none of them, none of them is less than the amount of deaths from COVID. Right? So you can't trust the numbers that they told you that we had 680 some odd thousand, 690,000 people die from COVID in America last year. Because those numbers are overinflated, and that's being the government suing people in court, suing corporations. Kaiser Permanente is being sued because the government says they were mass over uh, 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 registering people as COVID. And they're suing them for dollars because they paid them millions and millions of dollars when they listed people as COVID. So that's just the first one. You're going to hear about that happening everywhere now. 
all these different companies that wherever you are in the United States, you're going to recognize someone. Like you have Kaiser, you have Banner, you have um, a couple of others that are really big across the, the United States and the Southwest. You're going to hear about them being uh, being sued because they overinflated the numbers. So that means the numbers are going to have to be readjusted, which is what I said last year, all last year, and kept being called a conspiracy theorist, that all of these people are overinflating the numbers. They're not actual real numbers. Nobody died of, of the flu. No one died of any upper respiratory or lower respiratory illness in the United States of America between 2019 and the current uh, uh, today, 2021 August. What is the date? Ninth. They just started reporting that now because why? Because they're getting arrested or you're getting put in court for doing the exact thing that they were being uh, um, incentivized to do. So now you have everybody tossing each other under the bridge. When are they going to toss the people? Who's going to get tossed under the bus for the border problem? That's causing the, uh, the frickin' wave. That's why there's a wave of COVID. We went over that. 18% of the population, there's already been a million people this year alone that they know of that came into America, and 18% of those, that's what is that, 180,000 people knowingly had COVID that was not treated, that was sent to go and live in another city somewhere in the United States. And then they put them up in hotels, and all of these people are still together now, spreading this to the, to the hotel workers, to all the people in the hotel, to each other. And how much more is it big? Well, we have a 600% increase in cases of COVID since June. That seems to be the exact same uh, amount of people if you extrapolate 180,000 people and then send them per capita across the United States and have them super spread to everybody they come in contact with, not to mention just the people that have COVID that are spreading it to each other that had no contact with uh, any kind of uh, Hispanic or anybody that came across the southern border. But everybody that's done that is now transferring that to everybody else. So I see your wave and your super spreader of COVID as a planned action of what they've been doing at the border in the southern border, moving everybody off of the border because they had no place to keep them. So they're just letting them go now. Where do you, where would you like to go? You get a free flight. And they're not making a mask, self-distance, warning them, telling them they offer them. Do you guys want the shot? Most of them go, no, I don't want that thing. Why? They don't want it because they don't, they don't trust it. They're smarter. Because they live in an area of the world where they're being beaten down by their governments, and so they don't trust people so readily. So when someone says, here, here's something for free, they go, yeah, no. I don't know what that is and why you want to give it to me for free, because nothing is for free. There's always a, a consequence of you giving me something. So they know that, but Americans don't because you're too stupid. We're all too stupid to get it, right? we got to wake up and not be stupid and question things. To what end would they want to incentivize people to to overinflate the numbers, to get overinflated numbers? There's only one reason for it. Well, now they're going, well, we didn't tell you to do that. Now you owe us money. Once they don't care anymore and they know this thing's coming to an end. This is the last-ditch effort to try and lock everybody back down and be afraid. I'm not wearing a mask anywhere. I'm not. And, they're, and now they're starting to get try and get totalitarian, which they've already done in other countries. If you're in Australia, you know what I'm talking about. If you're in England, you know what I'm talking about. you got cops on every fucking corner asking for your papers, Nazi Germany, 1938. Asking for your papers. Where's your passport that says you have COVID? 
your papers are not in order, sir. We are going to have to detain you. We have a prison for you right over here. It's called Dachauer. It's a great place. You will like it. That when we're going to have internment camps next for the unvaccinated. And then what are they going to do? Line us up and force vaccinate us? That's what they're trying to think about doing. You're letting them do it. Can't believe you guys out there in America, the most defiant nation on the planet. And there's other nations that are defying them more than we joke about uh, about the French. Everybody in America jokes about the French being weak. The French are standing up to them. Everyone else is sitting down. Canadians, they're sitting down. Well, since they are already all, you know, some crazy hippies from the 60s as it is, they're used to just sitting down and, and letting the government take control. They've been letting that happen for years. Some of them are like, ugh. Oh, no, we have to stop them. No one's doing anything. No one's doing anything. They're waiting for America. Everyone's waiting for America. The world is waiting for America. The world's waiting for America. Some of you guys out there in the world, I hope you can claim that you're not waiting for America and you ain't doing it. And your people are revolting. Because I don't know that America's going to make it through this one. Because they're pushing hard. And if you watch the propaganda only on one news station, then you are going to be getting the shot out of fear when you actually, there's only 505 people in the seven-day time period on average in America dying from COVID right now. So that, that makes your percentage of a chance of dying from COVID 0.464, less than a half of a tenth of a percent. Do you understand that? Less than a half of a tenth of a percent. Not less than half of a percent. Oh, I'm sorry, it is less than a half percent. One half of one percent chance. Do you know what your chances of dying from influenza are? 1.275%. So you have a greater chance by double to die from the flu than you do from COVID. Do you understand that? That's why this is important for you to hear. And no one on this, on the, there's a, a couple people on Fox are starting to talk like this. But if you're not watching Fox because you believe they're all full of lies, then you don't know that, that there is people that are doing these numbers and investigating it for real. If you just look at the numbers that they're giving you, which Fox wouldn't even give me the number of how many people per week was dying, they were just saying the same thing. There's just an increase. Well, how many people are dying? I need to know that. Went to CNN. They were stupid enough to put it on the screen. 505. 505 out of a, out of an increase of 180,000 testing positive cases with a possibility of out of that 180,000 because they were only tested once a 40% chance that that's not true or at the very least a 20% chance that it is a false positive so you still have less than that so you only have an 80% number if it's not overinflated so 20% less, so it's not 180,000, it's 20% less than that, somewhere around 75,000 that are actual positivity. And even then, 505 people out of all of those people are dying in a seven-day time period. 505. Yeah, there you go. Lisa just put in the, in the chat a link to rumble.com because that's where I'm going to end up. I have a rumble account. I'm going to end up having to, to probably broadcast there instead of to you guys on Facebook and YouTube and start posting the broadcast afterwards uh, so that the link comes back to rumble because I'll, I'm going to obviously probably get deleted from this one. By the time we get off of here, I'll probably be flagged and deleted as a conspiracy theorist. Right. 
So there is a link up there for for Rumble, and I'm not going to read that one out to you guys. Uh, um, I guess I could for the MP3 file, but you guys have to write this down while I say it, right? Again, I'll give you the whole thing with the URL code. So it's HTTPS colon slash slash Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E dot C-O-M slash V as in Victor, K, G as in George, D as in David, Q, 7, dash, not slash, but dash, D-E-A-D-L-Y, dash, S-H-O-T-S, dash, F-O-M-E-R, M as in Mary, E-R, dash, P-F-I-Z-E-R, dash, E-M-P-L-O-Y-E-E, dash, C-O-N as in Nancy, F as in Frank, I-R-M as in Mary, S as in Sam, dash, P-O-I-S, as in Sam, O-N, as in Nancy, dash, I-N, as in Nancy, dash, C-O-V, as in Victor, I-D, as in David, dash, V-A-C-C-I-N, as in Nancy, E dot H-T-M-L. If you write all that down, rewind it a few times and write that down. I said some of the letters phonetically because I didn't want there to be a mistake. Uh, if you write all of that down and type that into your browser, that will take you to the video. And if you write down, that down, you see that it says seven deadly shots, former Pfizer employee confirms poison in COVID vaccines. Okay. So you might want to take a look at that. And then uh, Cheryl says, just before that, let me put that up on the screen. We'll read it. From what I'm hearing is that it is the graphene oxide basically connect us all to the AI. See, that's what I heard, too, but I didn't want to really get into that then. But we've kind of gone down that road now, right? Uh, systems at least, uh, at least the ones uh, who live, I hope the info was wrong. I'm praying for all of humanity. So I don't know if it's true, but I, I heard that prior to. And I heard that from insiders, uh, two FEMA insiders and one CIA insider about three years ago, um, warning about the shot and that they had nanites and that they were going to put it in there. And that's that oxide that you're talking about, um, that, that graph, graphene, I don't know if that's, a, it's G-R-A-P-H-E-N-E. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, but that oxide is, um, it gets in and it links your mind to the Internet through 5G. So you're not just linked to your phone. Right. And, and everything that's going on, that's actually linked to your brain. So then they can literally just tell you what to think in your mind. I mean, they already do it with advertising and, and propaganda. But now they literally will be able to be linked into your head and they'll just press a button and everybody thinks the same thing. So what if they say kill yourself because there's too many people on this planet? Everybody kill themselves. Anybody who's not, um, you know, who's not uh, uh, strong enough to withstand that would probably kill themselves. Right. And then Julie says transhumanism. Well, and there's there's the other thing, too. Right. Um, there's that temporal war that's going on that has to do with AI and transhumanism. OK. And that, the you know, there's two realities in the future and both are basically vying for control of the human race. But it's been split now. So there's one way to go. And this ties in with the Hopi rock legend. It ties in with one destructive way for humanity. This goes back to the Bible. Right. Where you have uh, revelations and, and it says in there the doomsayers uh, and, and that they are. And even Jesus said that the doomsayers are false prophets. None of that is true. So if you believe that the world's going to come to an end or that AI is going to control the world, people telling you that 
Uh, same thing with the people that are saying, well, we're created as a slave labor race by aliens or we're, we're in, a, in a prison controlled by aliens and there's nothing we can do about it. So just get used to it because we haven't figured out a way of fighting them. So just get used to it. Those are lies. Those are false prophets. They're lies that are trying to lead you to doom. And if you believe so, then that reality becomes true for you. And those of us who don't believe that, refuse to believe that, know that we're free, we sustain that freedom. Because we know not to get into their trap if it's there. And the trap is you. The, the trap is in your mind. Everything is in our mind. We control the narrative here. We as a race of people control this reality. So if enough of us believe a thing, it becomes true. That's why when a bunch of us get together, and we, that's why they watch polls. That's why polls are important. If they were truly the, ra- the ruling class and they were not afraid of us in any way, they wouldn't give a shit what we all think. Because anybody who thought anything different, they would just kill you, like the Chinese government does, disappear you, or the Russian government used to do. <coughs> Starting to want to do that here in this country. They've already been talking about it. They were talking about anybody who uh, believed in Donald Trump should be arrested and put through conditioning to decommission their minds from being a nationalist who wanted freedom. This is not a joke. Listen to what they're saying on television. So you've got people that are calling for us to be rounded up and put in internment camps until they can brainwash us and get us to stop thinking for ourselves and want to be free. Openly calling for this on the news. And you're right. Melissa says they're terrified. Yes, they are. So they watch the polls. Because when we all get together and go, no, that's not what's going to happen. They can't tell us just to shut up. Look at here in in California. We're recalling Gavin Newsom. He's scared. They're spending they were, they were saying they were going to spend like $50 million. I think they're spending $100 million on a campaign to make it look like it's just a power grab, normal power grab by the Republicans. Pocahontas, the woman who claimed, lied, and claimed that she was a Native American for 35, 40 years until Donald Trump called her out and she decided to get a test done to prove to Donald Trump that he was full of shit. Come to find out she doesn't have a single ounce of Native American blood in her bloodstream. I have 2%. I've never claimed that. Didn't even know I had it until I tested my blood and it came back and I had two, they're saying between 2 and 5%, but some of it could just be Hispanic because it's at this time there's not really a lot of Native Americans left uh, for them to actually tell the difference in the DNA between actual Native Americans and um, actual uh, you know, uh, Hispanics because most of what we called Native Americans were in fact Hispanic. They were in fact the Aztecs and the, and the Mayans. Uh, and the Mexicans are the descendants of the Aztecs and the Mayans. Everybody in, in Mexico and South America are all descendants from one of those two, the Mayans or the, or the, you know, and they lived here in the United States. We know that now, all the way up into Utah. So all this area here was owned by these people who we eventually called Mexicans. Uh, but before that, we called them Native Americans uh, because they were here, but they spoke the same language. So some of the Native Indians spoke Spanish. A lot of them did. Right. But then a lot of them had their own Indian native uh, uh, language. So there is natives here. But, you know, I mean, look what just happened in Canada. They just found two different places uh, under two different schools where there was mass graves, where there was hundreds of thousands of, of uh, dead natives. 
that were taken from their families, and their families were never told what happened to them. And some of them were, oh, they died of poison, or they died of, and it, and they, we don't know how they died, but they were all buried underneath these different schools. So they weren't told to the government. They weren't told to the people. These kids were what being abused and murdered and something. Where was the government of Canada doing tests on them and and you know do, were they like just raping them and pillaging them and and what does now does that go back to the pedophile stuff? So they, these guys are an embarrassment to the world and they just got caught up there two different places in the last six months, right? Where they were just a mass extermination of a race. So we don't know exactly how much native is mixed with all the uh, other blood. These you know the Mexicans are are you know part Spanish and part uh, Mayan and and part Spanish and part uh, Aztec. So my so I could be two to five percent. That's what they're saying. So they average it about three point five percent native, right? I never knew that until I took the test. So I have a better claim than Pocahontas. She's all over the television in California talking about stopping the Republican recall. It's us versus them, people. And that's because they know that there's more Democrats than there are Republicans. So if they can make it that only uh, uh, between they're used to the people being hardened nosed Democrats, I'm going to put up a fight because I'm a Democrat. Fuck them. I don't care if the you know, you have to understand that there's a difference between the Democrats of 1962 when when uh when our president was a Democrat who got shot in the skull in the back of the head by the CIA, I mean, uh, uh, the FBI, I mean, uh, uh, Cuba, uh, Russia, we don't know. They put a moratorium on there for 100 years so we couldn't investigate who actually shot JFK. Why would they do that? See, here's the things. These are the questions that you have to ask when you see things. Why would somebody try and omit what happened to the president when he was assassinated, when that's the biggest fucking news on the face of the earth, and you should probably want to know who actually did it. Then they dangle a guy in front of you and kill that guy in front of you so that you can't ask him those same questions. you got to ask yourself why that happened so neatly. So when things like that arise, you have to see them. This gets back to the shot, right? They, they're saying they don't care about herd immunity, I didn't finish that, so we'll go back to that as I do this. They don't care about herd immunity. They're telling you the only way herd immunity can be achieved is through the shot. That's a lie. Because herd immunity naturally is what saved us on this planet since we got here. Not a shot. Okay? And here's the other thing, and I explained this before. How can you have, ner- how can you ha- if this is a disease... I've said this many times. This is what gets me kicked off the air for conspiracy theory. If you have a disease, a disease is something that you get that will kill you unless there's a cure. So why is it that there's millions of Americans that did not die from COVID? If COVID is a disease, that's the, that's the actual definition of a disease. Something that you get that is not curable that you would die from 100% die from. Not 100%, but you have a very good possibility like cancer. Originally, it used to be if you got cancer, that was the big death you were going to die. Now you can survive it because they've found ways to cure it. And they want you to believe that people can't. You can't, you can't just beat COVID or you can't just beat cancer on your own. You have to go to the hospitals and have it diagnosed, and they have to give you medication and all this. Some people have done it holistically. They said the same thing about AIDS. They made a movie about that. The guy went outside the United States. There was a Mexican doctor that says, nope, you need to take all these vitamins, boost your immune system, and keep taking them for the rest of your life, and you will actually not die. The government took that from him. They tried to stop him, arrest him from getting those vitamins. Why? 
Kind of ask yourself that. Why would it be that he had a cure for AIDS and came to the United States, came back to the United States, and was telling people, if you take all these, you won't die from it, and the government was intercepting his supply chain? Why? Why would they do that? Why would they not just go, oh, my God, let's take a look at this. This man's found the cure. We're going to mass produce this and have everybody take it. They didn't do that. Why? That's a question that you need to ask. Is it because AIDS was designed and they wanted it to do what it was doing? Because then you come forward and say, no, no, Leo, that's a conspiracy theory. So you come forward to all of the things. We'll start with the hydroxychloroquine. Okay. I got a video deleted last year at this time. I think it was, it was July, I think. Got it deleted because I went to the site of the company who made hydroxychloroquine and read to you off of their website what chemicals they put into hydroxychloroquine and what they claimed those chemicals did in the human body. Then I went to Johnson & Johnson's site and I read their vaccination of COVID and all of the words that they used on their website that told what chemicals they had in their shot and what they claimed those chemicals did in your body to stop COVID. And I did a, conspir- a comparison between the two. Hydroxychloroquine claims this and the Johnson & Johnson claims this. They both claimed the same thing with a different chemical agent, but both of them claimed that this is what it did for your body. So if the, if the shot worked, hydroxychloroquine would work too because it's the exact same chemical reaction in your body. And I was told that that was a conspiracy theory that I had made up. And they deleted my video for it. And then I got it back on one of the channels. So you'll have to go and look for it. It's up on one, either Facebook or YouTube. Okay, so then you come forward in time and there's countries all over the world, if you're willing to do a little bit of labor and look for it, that are using hydroxychloroquine, including China, the people who invented this disaster. Using hydroxychloroquine, and there's about seven other things that I don't know the names of, but I heard them talking about it, uh, some doctors talking about it, and I don't know where it was or I'd leak it to you. But there's all kinds of things that cure COVID all over the planet. And they're not things that they just invented. They're shit that they already had, like hydroxychloroquine, which was invented a long time ago for a completely different uh, ailment. They were, giving, they were giving it to people who had malaria and giving it to people who have um, lupus. And they found that that same drug that's been, it had been being administered since 1958 in the United States of America would cure uh, COVID. So because Donald Trump said that, they had a concerted effort from everyone going to the point of calling pharmacists and telling them that if they prescribed the drug, they would be fined and go to jail for prescribing a drug that was known to cure COVID. And all of the other ones are omitted from a list of you possibly knowing. So if you look them up, you can't find them. You have to go outside the United States to somebody who's not on one of the servers that is controlled by the big tech companies and have them look it up on their internet and they can tell you what it is. Okay, that's where I got the information from. This stuff is being uh, administered all over the world. That's why you don't hear of horrific numbers of deaths in all these places where they say COVID is going crazy. Right? Last year, you, they, told, they were specifically giving you numbers of dead people per day because they were high, huge. And now they're suing companies for over-exaggerating those same numbers. Okay, But back when they were their dog, 
doing their job for them, it was okay. But now when they realized how much money they paid out to all these people, they're like, wait a minute, man, we didn't tell you to list everybody. So now they're throwing them under the rug so they can get their money back. I fucking love it. You're going to see more and more of that happening as time goes forward here, people. But you can't just watch Fox. You can't just watch CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, whatever your favorite network is. You have to watch the major networks. Watch If you like MSNBC, watch them, turn on CNN, watch them for a while, turn on Fox, watch them for a while. You have to hear all of the propaganda to understand all of it. If you only listen to one side, then you're just going to be brainwashed by that propaganda and you're going to believe it. Because that's all you ever watch. It's the same people telling you the same things over and over and over and over. Adolf Hitler was quoted as saying, if you want to get people to believe something, you tell the lie with a little bit of truth and you tell it often. And people will, be- will begin to believe it. Knowing that you tell the lie, knowing you're lying, but knowing that the people aren't going to be smart enough to look it up for themselves. And if they do, they're just going to use our machines now. So if I'm going to look up anything about what Leonard's saying right now, and I look it up on Google, it's going to come back the opposite of what I'm saying. Because why? Because the government went to Google, and Google's on their side, and Google's trying to stifle any information that's not a part of their narrative. Why would they have to do that if what they're selling you is true? Why would they have to go to the lengths of possibly mandating everyone have to have a shot? Well, we're not going to do that. No, they just called the heads of the companies and said, you're a private company. Uh, You know, uh, Zuckerberg already gave us that information. He gave us that little trick. If you're a private company, you can do whatever you want because they work for you. So basically, you're God. So you tell them they have to have a shot or they don't get a job. And we'll we'll hit them where it counts. Everyone's going to get afraid. They're going to want to keep their career. So they're going to get the shot. Why would they have to stoop to that? There's a fucking reason, people. There's a reason. They know that the people of this country won't stand for them saying everyone has to have it. But they need this uptake for a couple reasons. One, they need this uptake so they can say, well, look, I opened here in California, like you guys said, and you were going to impeach me. And now look what's happening. And it's all their fault. Those people, the ones who voted for Trump and the anti-vaxxers, it's their fault. So Democrats, we need to vote against those people because all you Democrats are good Democrats and you all got your shots. But what the people in this state need to remember is it doesn't matter. They didn't give a shit what your political party was when they were shutting down your businesses and you were going out of business. And there was no reason for it because the numbers were a lie. They were over-exaggerated. They omitted the fact that there was a false positive because there's a false positive 100% every time there's a vaccination and a test for it. Any scientist will tell you that, and, and I've talked to doctors who that's their job. I have them on my videos. That's their job to, to look, this is what we do, and why are they not telling us these numbers? So they lied about the number of, of positive tests They lied about the number of tests, positive tests. They lied about the number of how many people were dying from it. To what end would they do all of that? Shot. To what end do they need everybody to have this shot? They didn't care when your businesses were going out of business. They didn't care when your employees were all starving to death. They didn't care when your kids weren't in school. And they don't care now. They're using this influx, which was created by 
18% of the population that's coming across the border out of a million people, some 180,000 people testing positive for COVID and they're not doing anything with them except putting them on buses with everybody who's healthy, then putting them on planes with everybody who's healthy, and then flying them to cities and putting them in hotels with everybody else who's ho- who's uh, who's uh, doesn't have COVID. And there's a super spreader event, and then those people go out to the store where you're in, touch the shit you touched. And then you get it from them who came across the border and they're doing this on purpose and spreading them all around the United States to every single city. So we have this big wave and they're blaming it on the people that don't have the shot, trying to guilt everyone into getting the shot. Why? To what end is this shot so fucking important? To what end? Someone needs to start asking the question besides me. And those of you who hear this, you need to pass this on to your friends. Because everybody needs to start going, what the fuck is the reason? They created the problem so that they could come up with the cure so that they could get power over you. Because they have you turned into a a communist country, wearing a mask when they tell you to. Take it off. No, put it on. Take it off. Put it on. I think Fauci laughs about it every day, depending on what news channel he's on. He changes what we need to do, the mandate. So I think he's doing it just for fun. Tomorrow I'm going to go out and tell them they need two masks. (laughs) He's the motherfucker who paid money and authorized money to go to the Wuhan uh, 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 lab to do the research to create this pandemic. That's proven. And our government's investigating it right now. In the next couple years, you're going to find that come out really quickly. Okay. Anthony Fauci, Lord Jesus Christ returned himself, Anthony Fauci. Okay, you're going to find that he's standing to gain a lot of money for this because uh, him and his partner uh, had pharmaceutical company that was creating a vaccine, trying to get money from the federal government to create the vaccine to get their vaccine approved. Not a joke. In fact, and one of the things that I saw, he actually the timeline was he actually um, applied for the patent before it was a pandemic, before it was a thing, before there was a thing. Anthony Fauci was was trying to get a vaccination uh, grant put through uh, in an emergency for something that wasn't even a thing yet. How could you build a, a, a vaccine for something that's not actually a problem yet? He put the cart before the horses and got caught. That's not a lie. I didn't make that up. You can look that video up. It's on Rumble. Okay? So all of these people did this, the American government applied for a patent for this in 96. I think it was, nobody told me it was 91. I saw one for 96. So they were working on this back in 1996. I was told that this was being done from that time period, and they were going to create the problem. And meanwhile, how is it that they were able to get all of these vaccinations through in a year when normal vaccinations take five years to get approved because they were already working on it? Because they were already working on it is how they got it done so quickly. And it's still not actually approved. It's not actually approved yet. It's, uh, it's out on the market as an emergency. So we have an unsafe, unproven, untested vaccination that they are trying to force everyone to get. Why? They created the problem. They created the solution. And what is the payment that we have for that? What is the payment? They're taking control and locking down the population by military force. 
And the only reason why they haven't tried it in America is because we have 386 million guns in America. That's the only reason why we don't have stormtroopers on every corner. And they know that we can't have military troops from America doing that because Americans won't do that. That's why they're trying to get rid of everybody in the military that's not uh, loyal to them. They're doing this, too. You should look into it. They're getting rid of anybody in the military that is not loyal to them. So they've already mandated. They just had Joe, uh, Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Cup Joe just mandated the military to mandate that. Told the military, all the generals, you need to mandate that. So that way they're going to weed some people out because anybody who doesn't believe in the vaccine is going to get fired from the military. And they're doing the same thing in corporate America. They're going to try and put everybody out of work that doesn't want the vaccination. They're going to guilt you into it. Then they're going to have this. This goes to the Bible, 666 in the Bible. You have to have the mark of the beast so that you can travel or that you can buy food or you can do anything. What is the mark of the beast? Is it the shot? Is it a little tracking chip that starts with 666? This is foretold in the Bible. You cannot go anywhere. You cannot eat. You cannot buy food. You cannot buy anything. You can't even travel if you don't have the mark of the beast. And they want a vaccination passport that says, I can't go anywhere, I can't buy anything, I can't go into anywhere, and I can't have a job unless I have the mark of the beast. So if you're in any way religious or, or spiritual or Christian, this should scare the living, ever-living out of you. I'm not even going to blaspheme the Lord's name at this point. That's going to scare the big guy. It's going to scare the big guy right out of you should scare the big guy right into you. So they don't care about your political persuasion until they need your vote. Now all of a sudden it's us Democrats against those Republicans and their power grab. Right? It's not justice. It's not Gavin Newsom's track record when he was the mayor of San Francisco put more people in poverty on the streets sleeping in tents to where they had to have an app and this is true they still have it there's an app that tells you where not to walk so that you won't step on feces or drug paraphernalia what alleyways or streets not to go down because all the fucking homeless are there that's how long that's been going on in the state in the state in the in the city of san francisco when gavin newsom was the was the, the mayor there now he's the government of the state of california and in his front yard not the front yard of his house, because, mind you, he lives behind a gated community with guards, with guns, to keep you away from him. But at the state capitol, they tell the employees, don't go outside and eat lunch on the benches because there's feces all over them, even though they're washed down every day. They're hideously nasty when tested. So they're washed down every day to get all the crap off of them because the homeless people camp there at night. And then they're shooed away in the morning and they spray, hose everything down so that the workers, the people inside the Capitol building, can come outside and eat lunch. Well, now they're telling their employees, don't do it. Go to your own car. Go to the break room. Do not go out there. You will get diseases and die. Why is that? Because they've allowed it to happen. They've turned the state capital into the city of San Francisco. They're turning the entire state of California into San Francisco. And what is that that they're doing there? The rich and the elite, doesn't matter what political party you are, it's money and power, the rich and the elite and the slaves. So when they're telling you, we got to stop this Republican takeover, and 
They're stalking you as a slave. Are you aware of that? You're not one of them. Because if you were, you would be at their parties and you wouldn't have to have any lockdowns or wear masks or any of that unless you get caught on camera. Then you just lie about it. It doesn't matter. I'm in charge. So when they're treating, they're treating you like, they're not just like, are you a Republican? Oh, well, then you have to. They're not saying that, are they? It's we do what we want to do and all the rest of you do what you think that we want you to think you should be doing. Oh, but all of a sudden they need your vote and it's, hey, yeah, all my Democrats come here. We all have to stick together now because the evil Republicans are trying to take power from the people, from us Democrats in the city, in the state of California. Now all of a sudden they need your ass. Not sorry, Democrats, that your whole fucking business went under when we lied about COVID numbers, overinflated COVID numbers, knew about that, incentivized that, and then your business went down the tubes and you lost your fucking company. But wait, we need you to vote us back in power. Our buddies, come and fight for us. Because we want to be back in power where we can take care of you the way we've been doing for the last 20 years in the state of California. Taking all of your money, overtaxing you, leaving homeless people in the streets and not doing anything to get them off the streets, leaving them out there, lying to you about COVID, letting your business get locked down, letting your business die, letting your children have to be uh, schooled from home uh, online and you can't even watch what is going on in that classroom. And, And to what end all of this? Buddy, Vote us back into power so that we can re- we can continue doing to you what we're doing to you right now. Because that's something I want. I'm off right on it. Get Gavin Newsom back in power to make sure our children don't get to go to school this year. They're already talking about it because this new wave they're talking about, which they caused with this human wave of super spreader event from the southern border. They caused this. How else has all this gotten here? Think about it. Oh, it would have happened anyway, Leo. 180,000 people that they know of that had COVID, spreading it to the rest of the million people when they're all locked down together for a month that it takes them to get to whatever city they're going to, on the plane, on the bus, in the cages, in the in the hotels. Oh, how many people are going to get it that don't have it already have the immunity from having it before? And who are they going to give it to? All of the freaking people in yeah, Obama's birthday party, right? They they downsized that because they got shamed on the news. Because even the Democrats on the news were like, wait a minute. You got like 250,000 slaves there working the party, and you got millions of people coming to the party? That's a super spreader event. Oh, all right, we're going to have to downplay this a bit. Just, oh, well, we didn't have, we're not having that many people come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having that many people come. Then you had the, you know, the Democrats who left Texas, ran from Texas. I hear they fled to Europe now. They fled from Texas because they didn't want to vote. So, so because if they voted, they would have lost the vote. So they ran to to the to the capital and brought COVID with them and spread it all over there. And everybody in the in the capital started getting it, which I thought was hilarious. And then uh, they told them, "You have to leave here, man. You got to get out of here. You're spreading this to everybody." So they took their COVID and they went to Europe. Apparently, I don't know if that's true. I just heard someone uh, mention that off the cuff on the news today. So now they're hiding in Europe so they can't be extradited because they're going to go to jail for obstructing the government of doing its job. Right? They were they impeached the president on on the charge of obstructing the government from doing its job and these same people uh, are in, in that are represented in the in the government of the United States of America through the Texas legislature 
are obstructing the Texas legislature from doing its job because they don't want them to stop the people from coming across the border. A super spreader group of people with COVID that they don't want stopped. They don't want it so bad that they're hiding in a foreign nation who will not extradite them back to the United States on the charge of obstructing the government from doing its job. And you guys are okay with that. I'm not. So do you see what the trends here? And that's not me. I'm not a propagandist. I am not a Republican. Uh, Every time I talk like this, every Democrat hates me. And every time I talk like this, every Republican hates me. Republicans are weak. They are useless. Most of them don't have a spine in their bodies to hold themselves upright. There are a few that are tough. But most of them are weak and they are pussies. And they won't do anything unless it has to do with them gaining more power and money. Most of the Democrats are the same way. I am registered as a no-party affiliation, not, not you know, a Green Party, independent, not libertarian, although I am more of a libertarian-minded person because libertarian people think for themselves. Well, I'm a Democrat. I think for myself. No, you're not. If you call yourself a Democrat or you call yourself a Republican, you don't think for yourself. You don't. Because you believe in that party, and you're going to listen to that party. I don't listen to those guys. They're Democrats. They're liberals. I don't listen to that channel at all. I don't want to hear it. That means that the propaganda that's being told to you on Fox is always that you listen to. The other way around as well. Those of you who call yourself liberals and Democrats, when did your liberalism stop? When did your balls drop off? You guys used to be liberal, and it used to be, hey, man, everybody has freedom of everything here. Now, you same people... Are going, you got to get the shot. Got to get the shot. We need to round these people up and put them in internment camps and give them the shot. When did you guys become tyrants? thought you were liberal. I thought liberalism meant freedom for everybody to have religion and freedom for freedom of speech. But it means only your speech. Because if somebody who is not part of party line to your ideology, you throw rocks at them and beat them and boo them off the stage. That's your right to do that. But then you start crying when the other side does the same thing to you. Well, wait a minute. That's their right to do that. They can throw things at you just as simple as you throwing things at them. Right? But no, that's different now. See, it's the same thing when I was working in construction and maintenance. I was certified as a pool and spa operator. In fact, I, I'm not now, I think, because my, my certification ran out. But I was for 10 years. And you had to be recertified every five years, and it's been five years since I got recertified, so I'm no longer certified because I haven't taken the test. I could, a couple hundred dollars, I can take the test, but I'm not doing that anymore. But at the time, we who were certified were held liable for human life in the, in the areas that we were in control of. So I had two swimming pools and a very large uh, um, um, 12-foot spa that was built in the 60s, one of the largest spas still around the United States. And you also have the, the surrounding area and restrooms that you are in charge of. The certified person, if you're not a company, then you're in charge of those because you're working for someone and you're doing that stuff, pool guy, whatever. So um, that was part of my duties. I also was certified as an electrician to, to remove electric um, um, meters, gas meters, and water meters. I was certified to do all those as well. Um, in fact, companies like PG&E wanted me to come to work for them because I had those certifications. 
at the time. I should have. Would have had a better career. So, by the time, I, I didn't think that I was going to go down the road. So, um, working on that stuff, you're held liable for it. So, if by me being negligent, somebody died, it's on me, not the company. It's on me. I'm the certified representative that is certified in the United States of America. So, it's on me personally. So, that means that if somebody gets hurt or dies, they can sue me for money that I have to pay, damages, not the company. So that becomes very important, do you see? The company pushed that off onto the employees so they wouldn't be held liable. That's what the governments are doing. That's my point here. That's what the governments are doing. They're pushing that off onto other people. They implied it. They, they got them paid. They're paying them money to overinflate, and now they're suing them because they overinflated to get their money back. There's nothing they can do about it because now they're going to court. So they're going to be suing everybody in all these different companies, which they should. Because these guys, when you're going to find out that all of these doctors and you're going to find out the heads of, of companies, medical companies, are going to start kicking, everything's going to kick downstairs. They're going to keep pushing, the, pushing it down to somebody else until some doctor gets fired. So it's going to be a travesty, but it's going to come out. But what they're going to do is they're going to try and distance themselves and blame it on a slave, right? That way, you know, but it's going to come out. So what you're going to hear in the future is they're going to, you know, the head of board of directors such and such stepped down because of, uh, you know, uh, ordering the, the team. And he gets a severance package of $150 million or some stupid shit. And he leaves and he gets paid off. That's what you're going to find that's going to happen. You're not going to find politicians, the elite, they're not going to go to jail. Not going to happen. The only thing you can do with them is vote them out of office and never vote them back in again. Right. And just watch who's there. That's all you can do because the rich and the elite are entrenched and they're all fucking related to each other and they're all going to continue to be. We just have to keep voting them out of office and vote in better people. Right. That's that's what we got to do. So. Right. So Kent, welcome. OK. And Kent says, let me put this up on the screen. Kent says, uh, I just been through covid in the hospital for six days with the with a blood clot. Oh, that sucks, bro. Blood clot in your lung. Uh, well, I, I, apparently you're you're done with that, right? So um, God rest your soul that you're still alive and with us, right? Um, let's see, blood clot in my uh, lung, uh, off work since June 16th, still home on oxygen. That's going to be for a while. Uh, um, doing fine and, and uh, screw the useless vaccine. Way to go, Kent, right? Fuck the vaccine. You survived it. And now you have, now this goes back to where I said I was going to go back to, but I didn't go back to it. Now you have herd immunity. You have the natural immunity that your body made for COVID. So you don't need the shot because you won't get it again. If the same strand comes around to you once you become healthy, what will happen is you'll get it. And unless you have underlying problems, you will not get a severe case. And even then, it won't, be, it won't kill you. Your chances of dying are 0.464% at this point. Right. So even though I have COPD, I don't have the immunity, but I think that I do. I didn't get to that. And this is what I want to talk about. They're pretending there is no such thing as herd immunity. that has anything to do with natural immunity, which is what has kept us alive on this planet for whatever, however long we've been here, depending on what your religious persuasion is. Some say 10,000, some days 12,000. Some people say a million, some people two two million. Whatever the number is that we've been here, however many years this human race has been on this planet alone, we have never needed a vaccination for something that we can build our own immunity to. So that's where I was talking about disease, where they're trying to tell you it's a disease. It's a lie. Because the disease, by its definition, is something that you cannot fight off on your own and you will die from it. That is a disease. 
COVID is not a disease. Kent, in this audience, is a man who did not take the shot, got COVID, and survived it because his own body made antibodies to kill COVID. Was it fucking bad for you, Kent? Yes. You're still on oxygen because of it. You need to do your lung uh, rehabilitation things to help your lungs uh, breathe better. I had to do that one when I was, uh, I was I had to be on oxygen when I took a hit when I was on uh, um, I had to go through surgery and my my breathing you know my lungs were just horrible. You've had like I've had to do that with pneumonia where you get hit really bad. I, and I, I can't say that you know anything to COVID because I haven't had it, but I understand that, that some of it because I've had uh, bronchitis, I've had pneumonia, severe pneumonia, walking pneumonia, and I know how bad that gets. So COVID's probably higher, you know, you know, all those pneumonias from the, the flu here and COVID here. So I understand you know, how much more damage that was done. Um, so I understand you're going to have to rehabilitate your lungs. Uh, my sister who has COPD does that. I did that and, that, and now I test that I don't have COPD, but they won't say that it's gone. They'll only say it's in, re, in remission uh, because uh, no one has ever cured it before. No one's lungs have ever regenerated to where you haven't died from it. When you get COPD, it's there. And it's either degenerative or you stop it, but then you're living with it for the rest of your life. So, but for whatever reason, I don't, I don't test that I have it now. And they, they've studied my lungs over and over and done x-rays. And these are the same lungs. This way it was here and now it's not. So you have natural immunity that your body made. And the herd immunity is when enough people have had something and built up the immunities and passed those immunities on to other people. How does that happen? Now we're getting into the cover your mask on your face and don't touch anybody in self-distance. When someone has COVID and they get over it or any, any flu, anything that you can get and you can get rid of on your own without having to have some miracle drug shot, whatever, you get the immunities in your body that your body creates the immunities that kill that virus. Stop it from spreading and wipe it out of your body completely than any other virus that is anywhere near to that. And this is a SARS-CoV-2. So it's a SARS virus. And there's like seven or 10 SARS viruses out there, like more now because the COVID is split into three or four. Okay, and I want to talk about that in a minute too because they're lying to you and trying to gaslight you about that. So now herd immunity happens when enough people in the population of wherever you live, the township, the city, the, the county, the state, the country, the world that you live on, have those immunities and pass those immunities on to other people. How do those get passed on to other people? Through physical contact. You shake your neighbor's hand. How you doing, George? He shakes your hand. You have sweat glands in your hands and you have bacteria, good and bad, in the, on your skin, even on your body or just, or just your arm, everywhere on your body where you, you, you have sweat glands. In the sweat glands comes the DNA that is good and bad bacteria. So that's why you get a fever when you get something. Your body's trying to heat up the body to fight that off because heat kills viruses. That's why they said going out in the sun in the summertime and taking D3 vitamins is good for you because it simulates the same reaction and your body gets a temperature and that's why they say feed the, the fever but starve the cold. It's not starve the fever, feed the cold. It's the other way around. Right, So you want that fever to be there, but you don't want it to go too high because it can kill you if it goes too high. So that if it gets too high, then they pack you in ice and they, they try to lower your body so your body doesn't kill itself. But if they can keep it below 104 degrees, keep you above 96.5 but below 104, you'll kill any virus, whatever you have in your body. 
Okay, so that's how your body works. It turns that part on, and then your body has time to, to work on the antibodies that you need. So those people who survived COVID have natural immunity to it. They don't want to even talk about herd immunity because of natural immunity at all. They don't even want you guys uh, getting it from each other. Do you understand the mask and the, and the social distancing and not touching each other? Because if you get anywhere near each other, you breathe on each other, you sneeze on each other, you touch people, and guess what? Oh, no, you're going to get COVID and die. Yeah, but if that person's had COVID, you're going to get the antibodies. And your body's going to have those antibodies in your body. And as soon as you get COVID, your body's going to go, wait, we have the cure for that already. We got that last week when we shook hands with my brother. There's a small amount, but that we know that that's what we need. Make those. And your body will make them. So you're going to have the flu. It's going to get bad for about a week. And then all of a sudden, it's going to start getting better. Unless you have all kinds of problems already, and then it could escalate really quickly. And that's what they're counting on is that you're afraid, thinking that you're all going to escalate really quickly and you're going to die from it. But the odds keep going down about the amount of odds that you have once you contract it that you're going to die from it. And they're not telling you those numbers because they're omitting them now. They're just telling you about percentage over last month. Number of cases up compared to right at the same time when they brought a million people across the border where 180,000 of them had COVID that they're aware of and press them out into every city across America and let them run free with COVID. How many of those people are showing up in the hospital that they're not telling you that they're illegal, I'm sorry, migrant workers? How many of the people that are currently in the hospital with COVID are migrant workers from another country? They don't tell you about that. Why? Because they want you to think that it's completely only us who have not been vaccinated, which is a lie. Now my phone's ringing. It's my brother. Have a nice night. Namaste. Have a great night. I'm going to answer this, and you guys have a good night. Hello? What? I am ending my show. You guys, so, uh, share this out, share this out, share this out, and rewatch it if you guys came in late. Have a great night. I'll see you guys on Friday.